This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blacken Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blacken. This is Haley Cummings, and when I want to listen to something funny and down-to-earth, I tune into the hardest-working podcast out there. My favorite and Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com, and here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. And three, two, one... And this is your host, Elijah 5000. Now, this is sounding just a little bit different, but we recorded fucking gold. We recorded audio gold. And for one reason or another, uh, that audio gold was lost to us. So the first half of the show, or at least the first uh, few minutes, I'm going to get you caught up on what we talked about on this episode, the June edition of the Bailey Bugle. We started things off by hitting some fascinating articles and topics in our Tao Say uh, Black Anime Matters and the reason we focused on these is because it seems the Black Lives Matters movement has spun a lot of things into control as it did previously in the civil rights era so the first uh, bit of news we're going to hit on is how many black guests are there at anime conventions and this was brought up because there hasn't been a call for a lot of people of color at these anime conventions. So a few weeks ago, amid the global Black Lives Matter movement against racism and police brutality, this screenshot made the rounds on social media. And this comes from our very own Evan Minto, who was a part of the Crunchycast, Crunchyroll's official podcast back in the day on Anime News Network. This is from at Proz, a professional bald nerd. We got tagged asking why we don't bring out people of color industry. I'll tell you why. We get tagged and consistently requested to book sexual predators and popular asshole divas. That's what people want to throw their money at. Show up by the hundreds with this, uh, with cash to see people of color. Then I'll book them. And then there was a follow-up tweet said, There's a convention in Waco and who specifically focus on people of color fandom industry run by people of color staff, but they don't get the love they deserve. And that's a valid point, like not supporting uh, people of colors. But in a uh, series of private tweets, Dave Hinkin, now former uh, con chair of Texas Anime Convention, San Japan, responds to attendees' concerns that the conversation wasn't uh, booking enough people of color as guests. His explanation, fans aren't making it worth conventions while. Uh, fans demand... Uh, 
fan demand drives guest booking decisions according to Hinken and the demand of people of color guests just isn't high enough. While Hinken's uh, comments were particularly unvarnished, they are not surprising. This attitude pervades many industries and communities. Rather than uh, provocatively make their space more inclusive, some leaders hold back and wait until their customers focus uh, and force them to change, reproducing and reinforcing racism in the process. Clearly, the rest of San Japan's leaders didn't agree with Hinken's approach as, uh, as he was removed from his position shortly after the tweet went public. That said, his tweets do bring up two important questions. How common is this attitude among convention leadership and has it had an adverse effect on the diversity of anime con guest lineups? We scroll down further into the article and it says, first, let's talk about the current state of guest lineups in North America anime conventions. The numbers, well, they don't look very good. Black guests make up a mere 2% of all guests at uh, largest con, uh, the largest anime cons in North America in 2019, according to data available at animecons.com. Um, you can also see in the footnotes, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show, you can click on the hyperlink. It'll take you to the article, but in the footnotes, it gives you um, more information there. Uh, for comparison, 12.7% of the U.S. population is black, over six times the percent of black guests at cons. Some of the difference can be chalked up to the focus on Japanese guests, but there are an awful lot of white guests in the lineup too. Uh, and then Evan goes on. He said, I also looked up helpful sections of AnimeCons.com that list the guests with the most number of convention appearances of all time. Maybe 2019's uh, largest cons are uh, leaving out part of the story. Nope. Just 1.7% of the most invited guests are black. That's just two people. Nerdcore rapper Megaran and voice actor Danielle McCray out of the 117 guests. Both of them are clustered near the end of the list, meaning that they have fewer appearances than the guests before them. So what we're seeing here is just a continuation of non-representation at anime conventions. And you have LaShawn Thomas, who created Cannon Busters, who's a director, animator, and comic book artist who lived over in Japan. You have um, Arthel Osmo, who's uh, the art Shotojo. He's a CEO and professional background artist. So that is the uh, black-owned anime production studio in Japan. You have Amanda C. Miller, who's a voice actress. So there's a lot of people in the community um, that do a lot of voiceover work, that are writing manga, that are artists, uh, that have worked with a, a lot of Japanese uh, mangaka. So why is the reputation, uh, the representation not there? It's because we have to change those looks and change those uh, policies, those social norms that we see. Uh, next bit of news was this led straight from this article or several people talked about reading articles such as the last one. Uh, this comes from GameSpot.com from Chris Hayner. The hashtag speaking out movement is a good thing for WWE, AEW, and the wrestling industry. So after a week of numerous sexual assault allegations against WWE, AEW, Impact, and independent wrestlers, the industry needs to evolve. 
The past week has been an eye-opening and heartbreaking one for the world of professional rush wrestling as sexual abuse, assault, and harassment accusations have been made against a wide range of talents from around the world. A long list of independent wrestlers as well as members of Impact, AEW, and WWE rosters have been implicated thus far in the hashtag speaking out movement. The hashtag has been used as a space on social media for those uh, that allege they were victimized by those within the wrestling uh, community, professional wrestling industry, in order to share their experiences and call out those that abused and harmed them. As the movement continues to gain traction, shut up, Kylo. It shows more and more that this is exactly what professional wrestling needs. Accountability against the type of behavior that should simply have no place in this or any industry. And it's it's crazy because you have women going out in very provocative clothing and to bear all out there and have to work twice as hard as the men. And if you're of color having to work three to four times as hard as everybody else just to be recognized as a wrestler, it's crazy. Um, and then to have, to be forced to do sexual favors, to be a plaything, to have this, uh, sexual, you know, noose around your neck for your career. And you don't want this to get out. It's crazy. It's, it's a lot of pressure. Um, and when me and Buck talked about this, this is very good for female wrestlers and male wrestlers to get out there and tell their stories, their experiences, and let people know what's actually going on. Uh, next from GameSpot.com from uh, Haley Williams on July 1st, Twitch issues a statement on streamer allegations following blackout amid allegations. Some of Twitch big name streamers have used this, uh, their status for abuse and Twitch has released a statement. So this was on June 30th amid all the recent, well, I guess I could go back. And we'll go in order from June 24th. Twitch has issued a new statement on the current investigation to Twitch streamers accused of sexual abuse and harassment. And it says we are uh, reviewing each case that has come to light as quickly as possible while ensuring appropriate due diligence as we assess these serious allegations. The statement reads, we prioritize the most severe cases and will be issuing permanent suspensions in line with our findings immediately. Then on June 28th, following the promise earlier this week to begin handing out suspensions, Twist has banned multiple Twitch streamers who have been accused of sexual abuse, in, uh, which appears to be a seemingly unrelated action. Uh, Dr. Disrespect has also been banned, but no reason has been uh, given publicly as to why. Uh, it appears the ban is permanent. However, he says he is not sure why his ban was handed out and has only tweeted a single time since the ban. And then as of June 30th, amid all the recent Twitch bans over alleged uh, abuse and misconduct within the streaming community, President Donald, De- Donald Trump's tweet uh, uh, Twitch account has also been suspended temporarily uh, with a Twitch spokesman been citing hateful material as the reason hateful content is not allowed on Twitch in line with our policies. President Trump's channel has been issued a temporary uh, suspension from Twitch for comments made on stream and the offending content has been removed. The ban points to a wider crackdown among Twitch and even other sites like Reddit against contents that violates its terms and services. Reddit recently banned the underscore 
McDonald forum among thousands of others after adjusting its hate speech policy. So again, we're seeing change happen in the progress here um, from sexual assault to hate speech and continuation of pushing racism out into society via these different sites such as Twitch, such as Reddit, Mixer, wherever everybody is cracking down. The last thing that I want to hit on before I so elegantly switch you back into today's episode where you can hear both Buck and I cover uh, the rest of the Bugle topics. Insomniac Games responds to allegations of workplace sexual harassment. The Spider-Man developer says it's taken numerous steps to address allegations. This by Aaron uh, Garst from GameSpot.com. Insomniac Games has responded to allegations that it protected multiple sexual predators in response to the claim form uh, a claim from a former employee. The Marvel Spider-Man developer tweeted that it has taken numerous steps to address the allegations. We were aware of the allegations made in a former employee's tweet today and had taken numerous steps to address them. For legal and privacy reasons, we will not respond to individual allegations about specific former employees. They also continue, we are a a workplace family that has actively prompted diversity, inclusion, representation, and equality for our entire existence we will continue to do so every single day um and i think uh, for this one the the sexual assault the abuse the workplace abuse that happens in these video game companies on it on the daily is ridiculous the the racism that happens the inequality uh i i I am not mad that somebody called them out. Uh, you know, here's here's a uh, tweet that is also in this article. Let me just read this before I wrap it up. This is uh, Brennan, who is now a senior technical artist at Unity, tweeted a long thread about their experience working at Insomniac and says, I worry this will kill my career, but... This has been eating at me every single day for a year now. Last year, I was so depressed. For the uh, first time in my life, I started to contemplate suicide. I left Insomniac Games because of how they treat women. Uh, Soul Brennan. So these are the things that can't happen. You cannot continue to push people to the point where they want to kill themselves because they can't find that happiness. I know we refer to Bret Hart's smile when he came out and said he lost his smile, depression at his deepest, darkest place, hate, you know, self-loathing. And that's what we can't have. We at the show, the Elijah Bailey show here at black and studios always try to uplift and always try to bring stories and shit that, we can talk about as a community that we can be passionate about that can inspire us. But I think these articles that are coming out that are showing change by these companies, by holding people accountable also can inspire us to be better people on the daily, to be better people, uh, not only to our family and loved ones, but to the rest of the, the, the human population, the rest of the planet that shares the same exact blood that we do, that shares this one planet. Um, And with that, I leave you guys. That has been the top of the show for, uh, that's not even straight out of comics. That's Taosei in anime where we talk about the things that matter. It's not only black lives. We know that. It's everybody's lives. Everybody should be treated equally. Stop the sexual abuse. 
stop the the pedophilia stop the racism stop the hate um but with that i'm gonna hand this back over to the buck and myself of the past as they wrap up with these very last segments before they dive into the body shop thank you guys and i hope you enjoy the show yeah um we on the next one yeah uh the last one was sad for all of us because uh the Who was surprised? Yeah, nobody's surprised. Is, but and, not, and I love Undertaker. Don't get it Everybody twisted. loves Undertaker. Who was surprised? This is like his fifth time retiring. He's like, who does this? He's like Jay Z. He's, he's like Ric Flair. Ric Flair, yeah, yeah. man. I mean, <laughs> I was. I mean, honestly, okay. I like. I like you hit on it real quick. Okay, so uh, Mark Calloway has been wrestling for over thirty years with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment or WWE. And fans were left stunned when it was revealed in the final episode of his docuseries uh, that The Undertaker would finally retire after so many years. And following of his career, uh, really hated it. Everybody took to social media and they were, I don't know, they were really sad. And I was like, "It's he needs rest. It, it is time for And I, yeah. you know, I knew, I didn't know what the title was, but I was like, oh, he's taking the last ride. And then it. This Docker series is Undertaker, the last ride. I'm like, good, good for him. Get yeah. some rest, dude. He's, yeah, he's he put in work. Hall of Famer, ring yeah. general, fucking yeah. backstage general too. Uh, holding court, you hear about all his stories, and then to his sit down with Stone Cold was, and this docuseries series was just, it's just fun to see him happy about the entire experience. Mic. Yeah, and then like yeah. just watching him get up on that top rope and walk, and then come down. Dude, I remember watching it. It it, it it's always gonna be on. Oh yeah, man! When he yeah. sits up, you, you gotta run. Yeah, that's that. That's Mike Myers sitting up right there. But yeah. uh, yeah, I'm ready to watch him on the the WWE Network Classics. Which, if you yeah. wait long enough, they give you a free a month every three months. <laughs> I finally had to cancel my subscription because I wasn't using it. I've been giving them ten bucks a month. Yeah, man, you gotta watch it if you if you got it. And they make it so complicated to cancel. They do. They make it so complicated. Why? Right, what happened? But anyways. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> to the uh, body shop? Yeah. Let's, uh, back in the body shop, let's talk about what we've been doing for exercise. Uh, I'll hit uh, real quick. I went back to Chris Herrera, uh, but then there's another girl that I found, and she does um, a lot of high interval intensity training with functional modality fitness. So that's what I've been doing since I pull pallets all day. Um, I try to make sure that I'm loose, stretching, flexible. So I'll do yoga in the evening. Uh, I'll get up, take a warm bath, stretch in there, and then I'll always in my showers uh, with cold. And then I make sure if I need to, to ice my joints. But I've been trying to rest and recover. But I have been doing the 30-30 challenge, which I wish I could show you guys, but I'm not going to get up and do it. But it's squatting. It's basically Maybe you can record it for Patreon. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do it. But it's basically squatting that's supposed to improve your digestive tract, but also mobility in your hips and your knees. And as you know, like martial artists, especially Taekwondo practitioners, uh, their hips and their knees are always overworked. But then I go on to very labor intensive jobs and this one's still labor intensive. So I just want to make sure I protect my knees because knees, you already know, I hate 
knee surgeries, joint surgeries. I don't want any. So that's what I've been doing. I, I kind of took the Triple H approach. Like he's like, yeah, I got too old. So now it's just about fit, you know, functional fitness. There's no more just like heavy lifting. I want to be able to heavy move. Lifting, yeah. Yeah. And it, it just feels better because you feel more, you feel well-rounded when you're doing things. And I've, you know, put the gloves back on. I was like, man, I can't, you know, punch the house. Jessica's going to be mad if I'm just sitting here punching. So I, I went out there and I was like, I'm going to buy me some gloves and I'm just going to tear them up on the trees outside. And then, and then there's a there's an old church that they they ain't never gonna rebuild. I'm gonna hit that because there's a there's a guy that is around here somewhere, and uh, you'll see him every day. He'll be out there running, and he'll be shadow boxing by the liquor store. And I'm like, I think I remember you telling him about yeah. that a long time ago. Yeah, because uh, I saw he's still him. Active, huh? Yeah, and just because like you just go, that's your new training partner. You need to go over. I was like, Nah, I'm I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, no, no. Nah, nah, I see him. Um, so yeah, but what you been doing? With me, I have been focusing more on like how, how treating my body. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, that's so right. I'm a lot more of a of a. I'm getting back on my juice and carrots, mm-hmm. celery, um, ginger, lemon shots. Okay. Um, oh, you, you you way back. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 rebuilding the 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 cells in my body right now. Mm, um, gotcha. I haven't been. Uh, uh, I even stopped drinking oh. and it's, it was weird because I it wasn't like I'm stopping drinking because I was yeah. drinking too much or anything like that. It was actually a part in, um, uh, that, that, that book, I, that, uh, Curtis Jackson, 50 cents book. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. get now that I finished it, but, yeah. um, spoke about, you know, he was like, I, I'm not a drinker or a drug user. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, yeah. I can't stand it, blah, blah. I may have occasional drink every once in a while, but he made a good point. In the, the book, where he was like, you know, a lot of people use alcohol and drugs to help them be creative or help them you know, relax or help them do this. And he was like, so if someone walks into a room and puts you on the spot, but you need drugs or alcohol to get you in the right mindset, then you got a vice. You know, you, you got a, you got an issue. Yeah. Um, that struck my curiosity and I wanted to put you to um, the test yeah I, I wanted to just to see if i'm able to invoke those feelings that i feel when i do drink just by myself just my own head yeah. i think i always tell myself that i can create and you know uh build stuff better when i've been drinking or i can focus a little bit better while i'm drinking because i'm i'm just focused on this task yeah. and i was able to kind of invoke those same emotions already um, nice. I think Friday night when I messed up the table, I was super pissed off and I wanted to drink, but instead I just prayed and meditated mm-hmm. and, you know, that prayer and meditation calmed me down. And, you know, I saw the, the, the opportunity, you know, to, that I'm developing myself better. Yeah. Um, so what I did was Tuesday, I had a, my PlayStation, my, my PlayStation mug. Yeah. I had that filled with wine. And I literally carried it around with me. Until yesterday, I believe, and then I eventually poured it out. Um, then last night, I tried yeah. to have a glass of uh, Crown. Yeah. Um, man, I, I took barely one swig, and you know, didn't want it anymore. Yeah. So, uh, it's just an interesting nice uh, trip. But yeah, I've been trying to get to bed. Uh, I've been trying to sleep early at least two times a week, mm-hmm. trying to get some rest for my wife. And then hopefully I plan on July being the next phase of, uh, you know, getting back on the physical form. 
Nice. Nice. See, I've just been doing some things I used to do when I first started working uh, at this job. And I used to listen to music or listen to like creepypastas or stories because I'd be like, oh, man, that was a good story. And then I would just start thinking like, man, what if this happened or what if that happened? It'd it'd create those juices. So uh, that and The Last of Us Part 2. Man, I was like, man, what would be my post-apocalyptic playlist if I could only have, like, what are my top t- ten artists? So, you know, Prince was on there, Earth Gang. Uh, you had Little Dragons, um, Tenacious D. They had a whole new album about the apocalypse. Uh, what I have? Um, who else was on there? Nerd. You got it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, th- I struggle with that one because they were, I was like, man, I'm going to put the gorillas on here or... I was like, yeah, I know. I know. There's, there's a lot of things. Lot Nerds of things. is a little more versatile, but gir- the, the gorillas, gorillas had the cuts. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys want to uh, put your top 10 artists on my list, go to uh, my Twitter, which is at a, uh, Elijah underscore, or real Elijah underscore 5000, and just scroll to the tweets, find it, comment your top 10 artists for your uh, post apocalyptic or zombie playlist. Uh, give me, give me. Can you do a top ten real quick or a top three? What, Hell what's, no. Uh, what about? Uh, give me two. Give me two artists. Oh, I had Outkast on there too. You know, Wu Tang. I have to say, for mine, it had to be. If you want to just put me on a spot, and I might revise this next week, I'd say Tech Nine. Hmm. You know who I did put on the advanced centerfold. Yoko. Oh yeah, yeah. Yoko. I need that music because that's yeah. that relax. You need that. I need to calm the <laughs> fuck down because it's wild over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I gotta grab my charger real quick. Okay, you're good. I'll just go into the next couple uh, deals. Right. So we're heading into straight out of comics. Um, Sawyer was fired. So Sawyer, I, I can't remember his last name. He played uh, Elastic Man. Plastic Man. I think Plastic Man on The Flash, because I haven't been keeping up with The Flash for the last two seasons. I just, I don't know if you guys felt it. I felt it in my heart. I had to just fall off the show. I was like, ah, I can't keep doing this, Barry. Barry's fucking with the speed force. Quit fucking with it, Barry. You done fucked up the timeline. You done fucked up your girl. Now you're fucking up the speed force, and I just can't do it anymore, Barry. So I don't know if it's Plastic Man or Elastic Man. I'm pretty sure it's Plastic Man, but... He got fired from the Flash for racist and misogynistic tweets, but the fans are now calling for Danielle Panabaker to be called off the Flash for her racist tweets and her trying to kind of uh, lowball Candace Patterson by every time people mention her and Barry's romance in the show, she mentions nothing about Candace and just like, oh, I hope me and Barry do this and da-da-da-da-da, like she's the main lead. But they also um, did find uh, some. You ain't no Candace. I don't think it's that. But the racist tweets they found, I thought those were those might have did it. So the fans are calling for her to be fired as well. But I mean, I, I, you just go to her, go to her Twitter. They're, they're still up there. I know celebrities are trying to go through their tweets and delete them, but it, they're not fast enough. Can't delete fast enough. The moment you push tweet, can't delete it for quick enough. Okay. Uh, 
welcome to the adventures of Splacketow, or the AOS Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Buck. And this is Tony. And we are a video game podcast, giving you all the update video game releases that are coming out that you need to know, and the video game news that we want you to know. Follow us on Facebook, Black and Gaming Network, and Twitter and Instagram at Black and Gaming. And you can also find this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play by searching the AOS Podcast. Ooh. Hey, this is Jamie Lindbergh, host of Upbeat Urbanism, a podcast where we seek to have an open dialogue about what it takes to create healthy, intentional, sustainable communities, one conversation at a time. Each episode is an interview with a city planner, leader, developer, real estate professional, or community builder. To listen, search for Upbeat Urbanism wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at UUrbanism and on Facebook at Upbeat Urbanism. Devote yourself to your community around you and devote yourself to creating something that gives you purpose and meaning. Until then, keep it upbeat. Okay, here's we finally got a list, and I think next week comic episode is going to be very short because I think we're on another hiatus because the coronavirus strikes back. I read that there had 8,000 uh, new cases in Florida, so Florida's about to be locked down just in the last oh, yeah, two days. Texas, Florida, I, I mean, everybody's about to start locking back down. Um, yeah, but... Um, uh, let's see, the... I'm on the spring manga guide, so I'll go through these. It's a huge list of the manga that, well, I say huge, probably about 20 uh, new manga that are coming out uh, in the spring. We have Kakushigoto, My Dad's Secret Ambition, uh, Something's Wrong With Us, After School, Bitchcraft. I want to read that one. Uh, Night Mm -hmm. School. Night of the Ice, that artwork looks pretty good. Rent a girlfriend. So for all you guys, save. I talked to the, uh, one of my save vendors. Your money. Dude, don't no OnlyFans manga. It's free. It's right here. Rent a girlfriend. Just do it. Or porn is free. Why are you wasting money on uh, panty shots and girls? It's not, uh, save your money. It's, we're in a quarantine. We're in a uh, pandemic. Um, oh. uh, I'm a behemoth. Wave. Listen to me. Uh, gigant. My roomie is a dino. Uh, Yuzo, the pet vet. Eclair Blanque. Dolly Kill Kill. Orient. Uh, I might need to choose another title for that one. Uh, the hero is overpowered but overly cautious, which I have started watching that anime. And it's basically like Konosuba. Uh, this goddess needs to save this class as world which no goddesses that are more experienced than her want to save because it's, it's basically a doomed planet she has to pick a spirit that's getting ready to die and bring them and make them the hero she finds somebody with the perfect stats she brings him but he's super cautious so every time she's like yeah you're gonna go to this world he's like no i don't think so because if i go to that world i could die and she's like well i'm gonna give you this well what if that doesn't work so every time she says something he counters it with not one to go to be cautious. So he basically tells her the very first episode. So, okay, uh, I'll go to this world, but I need to train first. So he Vegeta, it. He gets down on the ground, starts doing pushups and setups. I think she comes back like a couple months later and talks. And he's like, you know, that does nothing for your stats. And then the next thing she starts to review his bodily stats, the motherfucker don't went up even higher. And then they travel to the world. So it's just a, a goofy comedy. Um, they brought back sorcerer, stabber, orphan, you remember that? They had a video game for that. Orphan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Cosmo. I actually lost Josh's copy. 
I got a copy over here still, VHS. Oh, classic. Yeah. Cast a Heaven, Cosmo Familia, Demon Lord Retry, Hell's Paradise, uh, Jigoku Arakaki, Kaku, uh, The White Rose and the Black Lion, My Dress, uh, My Dress Up Darling, The King of Fighters, A New Beginning, Hero Life of the Self-Proclaimed Mediocre Demon, Cherry Magic, 30 Years of Virginity Can Make <laughs> can make You a Wizard. Interesting. Yeah. Goodbye, My Rose Garden, Mysterio, Romantica, and then Star Cross. So those are your spring uh, manga titles. And if you click on them, it'll tell you more about them in our Patreon section. Patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. Uh, you want to take the next one? Yes. Oh, I thank you. Michael Keaton in talks to play Batman. Yeah. And Ezra um, Miller. Miller Flash. You said what? I said Ezra, Ezra. Miller, yeah. Uh, pretty much so the movie, comics, the TV news cycle keeps getting better for DC fans lately. First, DC fans won. Oh, first, DC won fans of getting Zack Snyder's Justice League released on HBO Max in 2021. Then Warner Brothers announced an exciting DC fandom event. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, really? Fine. Now you gotta uh, buy no, everybody beer. One of those weird ads that's pop up on the. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you need to check out that Ninjella game on Switch. Okay. I downloaded it. It popped up as an ad. Sorry. Uh, it's pretty it's... cool. And they got this really cool, like, little short video yeah. introducing the whole video game. But, anyways, okay. um, Fandom, uh, uh, DC released the information about the Fandom event in august and now exclusive news of upcoming films will have the biggest dc comics fans quite excited uh Mike Hayward Keaton is going to play batman in the flashpoint movie yeah. Keaton is in talks to play bruce wayne in the film but the deal has not yet been completed to bring him to the film just yet i think um, they are still trying to work on that deal as of now but it uh they're just crossing it. they said there was a crossover and then people petitioned for him to be batman so i think it's a great call yeah, I think it's pretty cool too. From the Dark Knight Return or the Dark Knight, it was mm-hmm. the one. It was the Batman with uh, fucking Danny DeVito fucking licking his fingers and humping the air when the woman walked by. <laughs> and McDonald's was like, "Yeah, you want this penguin toy?" I was like, "Fuck no, no, I, have, I don't. Uh, nasty I don't know I want that. That's yes, yeah. I do. You do? Yes, I do. So uh, he was do. always he was always freaky as a kid. So uh, next one, Marvel teases new character in the Iron Patriot suit. So Marvel is putting a new character in Iron Patriot armor. The cover to Captain America issue number 23 features the Iron Patriot, uh, but it's not Norman Osborn. It's not James Rhodes or Tony Ho inside. The uh, solicitation for the issue doesn't confirm who is wearing the armor, but it looks like Sarah Carter or Sharon Carter. The current Captain America series sees Cap still trying to redeem his reputation after his Hydra doppelganger conquered America. Sharon Carter and the Daughters of the Liberty help break out, uh, break him out of prison. So, you know, Steve, we talked about how Steve is always troubled. I'm never, I'm not America. I can't save everybody. I'm going to turn myself into jail or I'm going to let you kill me. And so Sharon Carter... And the Daughters of Liberty broke him out. And so she's been playing a big part in trying to rebuild Steve Rogers. But they think she is going to be donning the Iron Patriot suit. Uh, for more on this story, go to our Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. Yes. And then to jump right into what's new, new in gaming. 
We have a, um, the Marvel Marvel Avengers has been confirmed for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, this is a trailer being played for you right now. We're proud to announce Marvel Avengers 3D at Play Avengers. We're proud to announce that Marvel Avengers will be available on PS5 when the console launches this holiday 2020. Owners of the PS4 version will get their PS5 version for free. Mm. Um, Which I think is dope. And I like the fact that they and pulled also the purchase, here. Um, They also purchased Marvel Avengers for the PS4 and get it for PS3 tech details graphic no that's nothing that much um <laughs> but yeah uh you know this is a game that we all saw in 2018 um e3 and have been excited since um so hopefully that um, you know it looks great yeah i like it i again we talked about how these games are shaping up more and more and they look like uh marvel ultimate alliance and i can't believe that's yeah. how they made modok look like he looks human, which I'm all I'm used to the big ass Modoc blob and the little spinny chair, but I'm I'm excited about this one. You uh, want to hit on the next one? Yes, yes I do. Let me uh pull and this, this came out of nowhere too. I just start seeing people just announcing that, you know, they're going back to Twitch and I was like, Why? Yeah. That was uh that was everybody's first thought was why, but um Mixer. I mean, my thought was like, why are they going back to Twitch? I didn't know why, you know, what was going on with Mixer. Uh, But Mixer announced out of nowhere, and and it still doesn't take place yet, but Mixer, the live streaming service owned by Microsoft, is officially shutting down next month. It was announced uh, today, and this article came June 22nd by uh, Roland Bishop from uh, comicbook.com. Uh, it was announced that day the service will close its doors on July 22nd and part uh, and as part of the shutdown announcement uh, revealed that it is attempting to transition any and all users, streamers, partners, and so on over to Facebook gaming. It says ultimately the success of partners and streamers on uh, Mixer is dependent on our ability to scale the platform for them as quickly and broadly as possible. Today's announcement reads in part, it became clear uh, that the time needed to grow uh, our own live streaming company uh, or community to scale was out of measure. And when you think about Mixer, Mixer came late in the game behind YouTube and behind Twitch. So it was always going to be kind of like a struggle. But I do like the way that they have um, made it so easy to stream. And that's the one thing yeah. that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss. But it continues to say... Um, uh, community to scale was out of measure with the vision and exp- uh, experiences that Microsoft and Xbox want to deliver to gamers for now. Uh, so we've decided to close the operation side of Mixer and help the community transition to a new platform. Uh, Mixer has shared a frequently asked question about the service transition, which is worth a read if you uh, ever used it. But perhaps the most notable aspect has to do with how Mixer partners uh, aren't necessarily guaranteed the same sort of uh, agreement with Facebook Gaming. Mixer partners will be uh, granted partner status uh, with Facebook Gaming and the platform will honor and match all existing partner agreements. Uh, as closely as possible and this is where things kind of differ because they both kind of use bits and and kind of the same software but uh, facebook star system is not as it's not as uh good on the back end for the revenue as mixer was and then also 
I like using Facebook. I've had a, a good time, you know, getting the stream up and getting the setup up, but it's not as fluid as Mixer is, like I was saying earlier. Um, yeah. Mixer states that. And I know, I know some of the partners, like the big time partners that we yeah. all heard went to Mixer, like Ninja and everything like that, did not sign a contract with Facebook. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they actually released why, but um, I know they said they would not be joining. Yeah, okay. and, and Ninja can't go back to Twitch after all that shit that happened nah, earlier. Twitch always came back. Twitch <laughs> he brought in too much money. Clearly, they don't care. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mixer um, service, you know, disband or discontinued July twenty second. Uh, Beam, the proceeding to Mixer was acquired by Microsoft in August twenty sixteen and launched in twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah. That's it for Mixer. And I, I almost read. Well, I can go ahead and delete my account. I know that the Gutter Nerds moved over to Twitch. Super yeah, I, saw quick. Them. I think they were yeah. the first person, that I, the first people that I saw that. So shout yeah. out to Gutter Nerds. Yeah. I go follow them at Gutter Nerds. Um, that's, they, they got some cool content. Yeah. They get some silly. Did you, did you see the uh, onesies they had? The Twitch onesies? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the yeah. TikTok, yeah. Shit was funny as hell. <laughs> Um, next news is Yakuza, like a dragon pre-order details, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and a PS4 and PC. Microsoft's latest inside Xbox stream revealed that a slew of third-party games are coming to the next generation console, Xbox Series X. Amongst them is Yakuza, like a dragon, which is now confirmed to be released on the Xbox One and Xbox One X, PS4, and PC later this year. It's released in Japan back in January. While we don't have a set release date for Yakuza Like a Dragon. We do know the launch title. It will be a launch title for Xbox Series X. And it's available to pre-order if you want to secure your copy early. Um, and then also just to mention, you know, this game does support the Xbox Smart Delivery, which means buy the game on Xbox One and you will get the Xbox X version automatically. Um, the game has cross-save support as well. So, hmm. nice. yes, sir. Uh, next, we got some information about uh, Cyberpunk, and I'm going to play the original story trailer for you. This is actually the commercial coming up, but you watch that. So Cyberpunk 2077 pre-order options, bonuses, discounts, and more. Uh, looking to pre-order Cyberpunk 2077, or 2077, uh, CD Projekt Red's new RPG is on sale for PS4 and Xbox. Um, it's got some strong competition, but... Cyberpunk 2077 might just be the biggest game of 2020. The follow-up to developer City uh, CD Projekt Red's The Witcher 3 uh, Wild Hunt, Cyberpunk shifts the developer's focus from the past to the future. But the choice-driven storytelling, strong characters, and evocative world-building CDPR is known for um, all look to be intact. So when we go down, and again, this is a long story. You go to our Patreon page, you can read it all there about the pre-order bonus. But anyone who pre-orders uh, at Best Buy will get a free steel case with the purchase. Three different designs are available, and if you order online, you'll receive one at random. If you head to your local Best Buy, you can pick your design in person. In addition, my Best Buy members will get $10 reward credit when pre-ordering. Um Meanwhile, GameStop has a pre-order bonus for uh, power-up reward members who will receive an exclusive Samurai Medallion, which the picture is also in our Patreon notes, our show notes, when pre-ordering Cyberpunk 2077. Finally, if you pre-order from GOG.com, 
uh, you'll receive an exclusive digital booklet uh, about the game, an additional set of wallpapers and avatars, and a print quality Cyberpunk 2077 poster. Uh, you'll also directly you're also directly supporting the developers of Cyberpunk when you buy from GOG, uh, as all proceeds go to CD Projekt Group. And then you have uh, the, the standard edition that goes into everything that comes with that. If you um, buy the standard edition, you'll receive the base game and applicable pre-order bonuses and some digital bonus content, including an art booklet, game soundtrack, wallpapers uh, for a desktop and mobile, and uh, Cyberpunk 2077 source book. It'll also come with some physical goodies such as Night City postcards, a world compendium. Uh, stickers and a map of night city uh the standard edition is currently on sale for 49 dollars and 94 cents for ps4 yeah looks good not bad at all uh i, I love all the stories they got that... some big comparison videos yeah it, it, looks, it looks good well, let's see yeah collector's That's edition is already time. sold out dude how much your time yeah, Adventure Time is good. Uh, how much do you think the collector's edition was that sold out for Cyberpunk? I have no idea. Uh, 120 Woo! You're poor. $250. Here's, every, here's the physical goodies. You get a collectible still book, tenant statue depicting V, uh, the game's protagonist in action, hardcover art book, metal pin set, a Quadra V-Tech metal keychain, and uh, a noted copy of A Visitor's Guide to Night City sealed in a NCPD evidence bag, embroidered patches, world compodium uh, detailing the game's setting and lore. Damn. Postcards from Night, uh, Night City, Map of Night City, sticker bomb set, and collector's edition box. The digital goodies are a game soundtrack, art booklet featuring a selection of art from the game, uh, the official source book and wallpaper for desktop and mobile. Hmm. Uh, that's not bad for two fifty, but I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a collector anymore. If it's Gundam, if it's Gundam, or if it's you know, I guess Gundam, Final Fantasy. That's the only things I really collect. Mm -hmm. And that's Final Fantasy Seven only, but but I think that's all cool though. Yeah. I think back in my heydays, I would have been jumping all over that. You want to uh, go over the uh, series Optimize as people keep watching this. Uh, this is the, uh, and as you read at the top, it says work in progress. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. You can hit on it real quick. Okay. So Xbox has a uh, trailer out on YouTube about uh, Xbox Series X Optimize. And what that means is, uh, in essential, all the games that have that logo on them are optimized for the new Xbox Series X and beyond if a game title does not have that on the cover of the case then it's just an enhanced version of whatever game you're putting into your xbox series x so that's the way they explained it and it was interesting the way that they had the little youtube teaser because it was basically the logo and what you look for on um, your did your hard copies now if you still go to the store and buy them you'll be looking for that to see if it is compatible with the Xbox Series X, or it's just going to be enhanced. You're not going to get everything from your system. Um, so nice. Let's move on to uh, anime, shmanime. Yes, sir. Uh, the first thing we have 
own the dockets, which is a small docket, <laughs> but Little Non-Band re- reunites for streaming music project after nine years. Uh, Little Non-Band united under the name Little Non uh, with a period <laughs> to produce a new Hello Days song remote uh, remotely. Uh, Lantez began streaming a video for the song on Monday and releases the mark of the group's return after more than nine years. Um, do you have a sample of that? If not, that's cool. Uh, um, hang on. Well, I do, but they won't be able to hear it. Oh, okay. All right, buddy. But it's in Patreon. You click on that and it'll play. And what yeah, I think about the video and all that good jazz. Yeah. Dude, what I like is all these bands, especially like anime groups, are doing the at home concerts, like the Tiny Desk at home concerts. Yeah, they're killing it. Have. They did tank. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's cool. It's, it's convenient. Um, oh. I got to get it more and more involved into it. Because um, even shout out to the black, uh, there's a black anime DJ that be streaming every Friday night. And I finally got to see his stuff this past week. I need to get his information for we can possibly to have on the show or, or reach okay. out to him. It was pretty, it was pretty dope. And we, you know, we got to support each other. Yeah. Uh, our last bit of news. This was cool. Did you read this one? I'm reading it now. Okay. Go ahead and read it to the people because this is this is your boy. It's your man. Uh, how you pronounce his name? Takaru Goto? Yeah. Uh, Got- Tariki. A musician who often runs as the... Uh, Perennial. Perennial candidate in, ver- in ver- various Japanese elections. Cosplay is Kodias character. They lose. Yes. Mm. Uh, what's his, what's his name? There we go. Lamp mm-hmm. Uh In the latest uh, campaign poster for his Tokyo governor election. Oh, that's, um, that's pretty dope. Bring an anime yeah, into politics. Yeah, I It's kind of scary at the same time. Yeah. Was, <laughs> he really wasn't a good leader. But um, he got things done, did he not? He did through manipulation yeah. and through brainwatching American dream. Yeah. Through a lot of sinister stuff. So I don't know. I think that will come. That will come. He killed it. Hey, he, he killed. It. He saw, he saw what Trump did. And he's like, mm, I stand a shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he don't have the, um, the contact. <laughs> Dude, that'd be nice. The eye contact. As I, I like how but, the, um, the poster reads. I, uh, Teruki Goto command you vote for me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> that's some nice shit. Oh, dude. Anime. You know what it is. But yeah. that and is... And with that... Yeah. You want to go right into uh, anime and manga of the month? <laughs> oh, that was actually good that time. And you didn't yeah, even have confidence. Practicing. What, you didn't have the I've confidence? Like, you're like... Like that song. Our anime of the month this month is, and it's the, the last, last one of it, yes. is Ninja Scroll. Jubei! It's 1993 in Japan. Studio Madhouse, uh, created by Yoshikai Kawagari. Kawagari. It's a movie, hour and 34 minutes. You can find it on Hulu if you have a, a subscription base. But uh, in this anime film, Jubei. A highly skilled ninja horse which is slaying his own clan of warriors. After killing his fellow swordsman, he began uh, he becomes a, a revolving a roving hired assassin. During his travel, he must face off against an organization of demon ninjas known as the Devils of Kimon, mm. who also is plotting to take power of the Japanese government. 
the devils will stop at nothing and have the power to annihilate entire villages. Now, only GB and a Shogun spy named Dakon can stop them. <sighs> oh, sorry, you're putting me to sleep there. Yeah, okay. uh, no, no. I just had to yawn. I was trying to read with you, but uh, the timing time. was off. Good time me talking about so. But check time. it out. That's our last anime of this month of June. Yeah. Uh, check out Elijah. What is the manga of the month is Ranma one half. I have a collection here, folks. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Look at that. Ranma, pigs, bops. It's got it all, folks. But it's a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Rumiko Takahashi. It was serialized by the Weekly Shonen Jump Sunday um, from August 1987 to March 1996 with the characters and chapters collected into 39 Tokoban volumes. Uh, The story revolves around a teenage boy named Ranma Serotomi who has trained in martial arts since an early childhood. As a result of an accident during a training journey, he is cursed to become a girl when splashed with cold water, while hot water changes him back into a boy. Throughout the series, Ranma seeks out a way to rid himself of his curse, while his friends, enemies, and many fiancés consistently hinder and interfere. That is your manga of the month, and anime of the month again is following Jubei around in Ninja Scrolls. That's all I got. The Bailey Bugle. Everything was hot off the presses, and uh, we're done. Next week is the very first week of the month, so you know we're going to be covering comics. Like I said earlier, there's not a lot of stuff releasing right now, so uh, we might have to improvise a little bit, but there will be another... We love uh, improvising. Another uh, black and LGBTQ character to celebrate on the next episode. Please close your face, dude. You should right. you, you should dress up as Harley Quinn. No, I'm okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, is he he's still selling shirt right? He's still selling huh? shirts. I'm not sure. Uh, I saw it like he took it. I think he down. is. He just can't advertise it. Then okay, whatever. Yeah. So people who know or people who go to the website, they can no. still see it and everything. But he just can't. He can't put them out there. Okay. But I could be wrong. He may have had to take them all down. Because I remember Dang. he posted this one, and I had made the comment like, uh, oh, yeah, that's the one that got me. He was like, yeah, blah, 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 something. That's fun. Anyways. Did you, uh, did you see that uh, picture of um, uh, Speck fighting the Yakuza that somebody drew? Mm-mm. I think anime tagged you in it. You got to go check it out. Like, there's been some really nice Baki artwork going around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people showing some love. Uh, But that's it for today's show, folks. We hit everything and hit you over the head with all the latest news for anime, uh, comics, and video games. Next week is our comics episode, so let's take this plane in for a landing for the month of June. I'm Elijah 5000. I'm the underscore Buckety. Where can they find you? At Blackest Studios. I live here. Blackest Studios. Blackest Studios on... Kicked out of the house. You say what? You got kicked out of the house, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I booted. Yeah, I booted. Um, But you can find us email on Snapchat. Email us at podcast at blackinstudios.com. Elijah, where they can find the show at? The Elijah Bailey Show official Facebook page. You can also find the Elijah Bailey Show. No, I don't want to know what you're doing. No. Are you sure? Whatever it is. 
My hands are below the table. Anyway, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show. Without the W, just chop that W off the end so it ends S H O. Uh, send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. Also, make sure to follow us here at twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or on Facebook Gaming at the Real Elijah underscore 5000 Facebook page or on our YouTube channel at Elijah 5000. Uh, did I miss anything? I think I got everything. Just remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Podbeam and add us to your playlist on Spotify. Again, I'm Elijah 5000. I'm the for Buckety, and, and I'm working in the meat district. That's because you never stop it before that commercial comes up. You're not. You're not Gidney. You're not Bardock's wife. Don't don't do that. I work in the meat district. Uh, We'll catch your ass in the next podcast. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.